0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. Probably don't even know who I am, do you? I'm your host, Keith Cork, <laughs> and I'm here covering for Mr. DJ Sammy Caps on this wonderful Sunday night, covering the four game Monday DFS slate that I'm actually really intrigued by. I actually feel like I have a better grasp on this uh, upcoming slate on Monday than I have in, uh, well, since the All Star break feel like I've been, not crap, I mean, I've been, hit, I've been hitting bets here and there, but uh, it's been a little bit of a rough go for me, but here's where we turn it around, because I feel pretty good about this one. Let's jump right into it, though. Let's go ahead and break down some of the uh, injury news that we're staying on top of. Jalen Brown is out, of course, with a personal reason, which is a huge thing. Huge little bit of information there. Uh, obviously, he has some plays in the halper for that one. Tyler Hero, questionable with a ribs injury which would be great, and I'd have some really good suggestions for you. But what complicates matters is that Kyle Lowry is also upgraded to questionable with his knee injury, so he might play. Uh, that would kind of throw a wrench in some things. P.J. Washington for the Hornets is doubtful with a foot injury. That's a big one. Uh, for the Pistons, we have some really big ones as well. Bojan Bogdanovic is questionable, questionable with an Achilles injury. Isaiah Beef Stewart is questionable with a hip injury, and Jalen Duran of course, is out with an ankle injury. Have some thoughts on that one as well, on those uh, on that team as well. Obviously need to wait around for some news there. Uh, if you guys are waiting around for some news, need a little bit of insight as to how we're playing that DFS, get the DFS pass at Sportsethos.com, by the way. We uh, definitely keep you guys, uh, hold your hand through all that. And it's worth it, man. 4 nine in a month, it's really, really cheap. Uh, lastly, I bet Larry Nance Jr. is out here with an ankle injury for the Pelicans. So that's an interesting little bit of information. Not sure I have a whole lot uh, to take uh, take away from that, but just kind of initial thoughts on this slate here. Uh, you know, as the day goes on, we will be de- digging more into it, of course. And I definitely want to stay on top of that Bojan Bogdanovich news. That's probably the biggest piece of information for me. But, anyways, let's move on here. Let's talk about this four game slate in uh, in total. And uh, yeah, we do want to talk about Detroit and Charlotte. Uh, that's the first game here I have on my docket. Uh, currently, Charlie is favored by 6.5 points with a game total of 237, which is the highest on the slate. And this is the game I have probably the most interest in. Uh, just a lot of information we just don't have yet. need to see if Bojan's out. That's the biggest one. But let me just go ahead and start, start off here with Killian Hayes, uh, 4,600. I've got kind of interested in him whether or not Bojan Bogdanovic plays or not. Um, you know, Killian's been not very good uh, for a week or two now. And so I get why people would fade him. And if you're in a cash scenario, uh, I totally get that. I think that's probably a smart move. But uh, anyone under 5k here on the slate here, I don't see a whole lot of people here. Well, We'll talk about a few that I do have interest in, but there's not a whole lot of them that are uh, going to get those guaranteed. Well, I, don't, I won't say guaranteed minutes, but they have the upside. If Killian does get those big minutes, uh, the upside is absolutely there. We saw him putting up, you know, a string of 30 to 40 uh, to 50, even almost DK point games just a while back. And, uh, okay, maybe not 50. I'm like, oh, yeah, 47.5 yeah, back on the 8th of January. He had almost a 50 burger at one point. But he's got that, uh, that upside there. And he's, you know, even though he hasn't been playing well, he hasn't been shooting very well, 1 of 6 from the field in the last one. 32 minutes, 32 minutes, 30 minutes. He did have a 21-minute uh, outing on the 12th. Actually, that cost me money. That really makes me mad to see that there. He was 1 of 10 from the field in that game. 1 of 11 from the field in the on the 10th of uh, February as well. It's just uh, absolutely dreadful. 3 of 11 from the field on the 15th of February. Just a really bad string of games here shooting the ball. But this is the kind of guy, especially for GPPs, that you like to target because they're going to break out of it at some point. If those shots start falling, gets a little bit of confidence. The assists are always going to be there. Steals are always going to be there for Mr. Killian Hayes. Uh, you know, he's going to get a few boards. So, a decent little uh, floor there. I wouldn't say it can completely fall out from under you. He'll, he'll still be okay, especially at 4,600. That's re- the thing. You're looking at him at 4,600. You really don't need him to score a lot to not sink you. And he has the ability to score 35, 40 DK points. I mean, it's just, it's just possible. And they're playing the short of the Hornets. It is a good matchup here. People should have Killian Hayes on the radar. Mark my words. Squeaky chair, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jaden Ivey, 5,600. 50, 50, 5, if Bojan Bogdanovich is truly out and he's going to sit in this one with that Achilles injury, uh, then I think Jaden Ivey's going to get the ball in his hands a lot. Probably going to get up a lot of shots. So he can score, you know, a real-life 30-point game. Uh, it's absolutely in the cards here against the Charlotte Hornets. <clears throat> 5,600, I would be willing to roll that dice for sure. I think he's going to have higher ownership than Killian Hayes. And he's a little bit more expensive. So I do prefer Killian Hayes, <clears throat> just in general. And if Bojan plays, uh, Jaden's probably not even on my radar, to be honest with you. In that front court, though, we are looking at the uh, beef stew information. In- as he Stewart. If Isaiah Stewart is out, Jalen Duran is already out. A very popular play is going to be James Wiseman at 3,700. For good reason, it's the Charlotte Hornets. We've all know they are bad at guarding the center position. It hasn't really changed since Mason Plumlee went out of town. So, I think it's a, I think it's a good play. I mean, I think it's fine. Um, I think he's going to have such high ownership, but at that price tag, it's hard to fade him. So, I think you just have to eat that shock. Um, obviously, if Beef Stew is out. I would lock him in. Don't think I'd fade him. <laughs> If Beef Stew plays, I think you can go away from, from uh, James Wiseman. I did in my lineup here for a GPP that I built. Uh, Wiseman has good from an outside. I've been trying to roster him as much as possible recently. But uh, the kid's just not there yet. He's not. He's still getting games under his belt. He's been injured his entire career. So it is what it is. All right, moving on. Miami Heat. And the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers. Six-point favorites for the Sixers. Uh, 216 game total, lowest on the slate. Uh, probably the game I have the least amount of interest in. But we do have Tyler Hero questionable. Uh, questionable with that injury there. That ribs injury. If he does sit, I think the obvious choice here is Max Struess at 4900 I think he's going to be the cash play there. Link is a smart cash play. For GPPs, though, I think I would rather lean, and this is um, if there's no Lowry as well, I think I'd rather lean towards Gabe Vincent at 4,800. That's really all I've got the interest in here. Again, this is the lowest game total on the slate. It is going to be kind of a muck it out game, most likely. If the game ends up being over 220, I'd be very shocked. I can see it going over 216, but. Just think about a load up on other games here. I think um I do currently have Strews in my lineup that I built here, so I think it's a safe play. Um you know again, we're hoping Hero doesn't play here. If Hero does play, I don't think I have interest in Strews. I'd have to reevaluate here. Uh I think you can play put maybe the stars if uh you know heroes in. You can play the stars, you can play Embiid. you can play uh you know Butler. I think they'll they'll have low ownership because of that game total. And maybe you hit on one of those guys, and that can win you a GPP as well. So that's that's my thought there. Uh, Boston and New York Knicks. Sorry about that game, because I do have a lot of interest in that game. No Jalen Brown, of course. Boston favored by two points right now over the New York Knicks, and the game totals at 223.5. is all from DraftKings, by the way. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I think Jason Tatum at 10-2. More good chalk. You eat that chalk, absolutely. No Jalen Brown. It's probably going to be a competitive game. The Knicks are a pretty decent team. Boston's a very deep team. I think Boston does win this game, but uh, Tatum should be out there for his full workload there. And, uh, you know, even if he has a terrible shooting night, that floor is still so very safe at 10-2. And on this site, there's not really anybody else to spend up on. I think everybody's going to own Jason Tatum. You've got LaMilla Ball at 10-3. you got Tatum at 10-2. And then you've got Harden, Brenson, uh, hero. Uh, you also have Randall in there, Jimmy Butler. Uh, and then Embiid, of course, is up there as well. Embiid's above Lomelo. So maybe Embiid's the, the pivot here, if you don't want to, you know, roster Ducentanum and just take the easy win. I'm taking the easy win. <laughs> I think it's pretty pretty obvious to me. Uh, no, no Jalen Brown is getting more minutes for Malcolm Brogdon and Sam Hauser. Probably not going to touch Sam Hauser. Um, I was espousing his gifts. It feels like a month ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, probably three weeks ago. And he had a a couple of very decent games, very good games. Uh, Very reliant on his shot falling. If you do roster him and he hits, uh, you know, four, five, six threes, good on you. Probably going to do pretty well. Don't think I can bank on that uh, against the Knicks. You know, it's just... He's an okay play. Don't think the floor, the floor could really fall out there. Uh, but Malcolm Brogdon, fifty-seven hundred. He is chalk. I think you can fade him personally. If I'm eating that Tatum chalk, and there's another a few uh, Celtics here, I'm going to mention that I'm interested in. I'm not going to load up like four Celtics. I just don't think uh, that's smart in a two twenty-three point five game total game. Unless you know you think it's going to go into overtime, which you know it could. That could be the winning uh, recipe right there. But you can't really project that. So I think you can fade Malcolm Brogdon. I think people are a lot of people are going to own him. Maybe I'm just like I'm, so, I'm just happy because I've got so many uh, six man of the year shares on Malcolm Brogdon. That he's already winning me money, so he doesn't have to win me any more money. But no, I, I think you can fade him here. Uh, but Marcus Smart, five thousand five hundred—that price—I mean, to go go get him. Um, looking at the games without Jean and Brown, I mean, it's kind of like you have to take him with a grain of salt because a lot of them are against Hornets, you know, Nets. Uh, which I believe were, were dealing with injuries at the time. Just uh, teams, uh, I think Detroit was in there, like teams that just aren't very good in general. And he had some really, really good games, you know, putting up ten between 10 and 15 assists. And we'll talk a little bit about that later too. I'll have a wager pass play for you guys. But, um, you know, great assault with that because, again, this is, uh, you know, they're playing the Knicks. It's not the, the Pistons or, or the Hornets or, or whatever. So... I don't know if you can bank on him having a good game, but fifty five hundred for a guy that's typically been in the mid six thousands, even touching seven thousand at some points, if I remember correctly. I do think this is a very decent game for him. Game, you know, it's a good spot for him here. Should be out there, given you know Jalen Brunson the business. Uh, should be out there uh, shooting threes. You know, I think it's fine. I think fifty uh, five hundred. That price is just too low. So I do like him a whole lot here. I've got him in my lineup. Um, Robert Williams, also a guy that people are going to overlook. I think this is probably my sneaky play. I'm taking a stab at him at 5100. Um, getting the minutes. The minutes are really what's what's popping out to me because he played over 30 in the last one. Yeah, 31 minutes. Game before that, 26 minutes. And. On the 12th of February, he played 32 minutes and put up 38 DK points against the Memphis Grizzlies. Which, you know, again, grain of salt with all that stuff. Um, he put up uh, 27 DK points against the Philadelphia 76ers. Very decent team there. 7-7 seven seven from the field, 8 rebounds. No blocks. One steal only. Um, but 14 points, obviously. Yeah, I, I you know, I think uh, going against... Mitchell Robinson. This feels like a very good it feels like a good matchup both ways. I think you could even roster Mitchell Robinson in this scenario as well if you are playing uh, multiple lineups in GPP. Uh, you know, playing 100 lineups maybe you put in, you know, put Mitchell Robinson in 3 or 4 of them just for the S's and G's the, uh, you know hoops and laughs. I want to swear. Anyways, uh, Robert Williams at 5100. I do have interest there in him. Think it's going to be a close matchup game. He gets over thirty minutes, hopefully. Moving on, let's talk about the Pelicans and the Orlando Magic. We do have the Pelicans favored by four points in this one, and we have a two twenty five point five game total. So pretty, pretty middle of the ground overall on this slate. But let me talk about Brandon Ingram at eight thousand. This is it feels like a trap to me. I think I know why his price point is that low. I think it's because he's been losing usage to Josh Richardson, and Josh Richardson's been crazy. I'll talk about him in a minute here. But I also think the Pelicans have been losing basketball games. And at some point, you have to kind of look at yourself in the mirror, and you have to ask yourself why. And you know, one of those reasons might be, hey, I'm not getting... Brandon right, Ingram, the shots, I'm getting Josh Richardson the shots. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I haven't watched this game for years and years and years. Uh, but to me, that seems like a pretty easy solution to their losing ways. And they're playing Magic. It's a good matchup here, obviously. It's a Magic. Uh, Magic have length. But Veron Ingram, uh, it doesn't, I mean, he's pretty much matchup proof. I mean, it's not like, you know. He takes a lot of mid-range shots. I mean, those guys are, are pretty rock-solid. Uh, three losses in a row, though, for the Pelicans against the Lakers, Raptors, Knicks. Get to beat up on the on the Magic now. So I do like Brandon Ingram at 8000 I think it's a very decent uh, decent price tag there for him, obviously. Josh Richards at 5400 is still too cheap for his usage, I have to admit. I'm a little worried, though, because of what I just said about Brandon Ingram. I don't know if I can play both in the same lineup. I'm not. Oh no, I am currently. Oh, well, need to probably fix that. Uh, I, I think you know if I'm if I'm really trying to logically and intellectually think this out, you know, Brandon Ingram's been underwhelming. Josh Richardson's been soaring. It feels like there's a connection there. It feels like there is a if this then that type of relationship with that. So I don't know if I should play both of them. I will have to think about it some more. But 54 under for Josh Richardson. Um, you know. Got 13 shots in the last game, uh, which is just a lot. Um, Shooting a lot of threes for them, which is good for DraftKings, obviously. Get an extra point for that three-pointer, or extra half point for that three-point make. No, it's a point, isn't it? In it, in it, in it, in it? You know what I mean. You get get, get points. Anyways, uh, assists are there. Steals are there. In bunches. Which is always helpful. So there's a good, you know, a good solid floor there. I wouldn't say a huge ceiling. Not really a ceiling play, but I do feel like it's a a solid floor there. So there you go. I think that floor was worth. Um, last guy I'm going to add here. It's going to be on the Orlando side. Markel folds at 6,200. Yeah. Mr. Markel Foltz, a forgotten man out there. has been playing uh, really, really good basketball. He's been on a heater, um, putting up really, really decent numbers here. 47.5, 39, 34 DK points in the last uh, three games before that last one, which was 28.75. But here's the thing. That last one, kind of a, a little bit of a fluke, a little fluky. Only three assists for Markel Foltz, and only one steal also. It's a little bit fluky. Four turnovers. Also, he just—it's just like every bad game. He's still about twenty-eight point seven five DK points, and his price fell by four hundred. Um. So I do have a whole lot of interest here, in Marco Fultz. Uh, it's, it is t- uh, the Pelicans are a tough matchup for everybody one through five, but he's had a really good season, Marco Fultz. and I think that's going to continue. I really do. Do think there's a, a pretty good uh sizable ceiling there for him. So I'm roster him. Um let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. If you're not at ThriveFantasy.com, go sign up, use promo code Ethos to get your first positive match up to 250 bucks. That's right. 250 bucks matched for you from Ethos, sports Ethos. Uh a couple of plays here I do like in those tournaments. I like uh Jason Tatum over 43.5, points rebounds and assists. That's 105 points against the New York Knicks. Uh, The real-life number is, I think, 44.5, 45.5. 45.5 most most places. But shh, quiet. You have to hit the wager pass. There the 44.5 is, Or you can just look, and you'll probably find it pretty easily. Anyways, um, so that's below the actual real-life number, and you're getting plus odds on that, basically. And that number is coming up. I mean, by tomorrow, I think you'll see it in the 45.5, 46.5 range. uh yeah, I think that's a solid one without G uh Jalen Brown there. He's gonna have to do a whole lot. It's gonna be a close game. Uh Brandon Ingram over thirty-six point five points, rebounds, and assists. That's hundred and thirty points against the Orlando Magic. Good matchup. Good opportunity for them to get a win. Good opportunity for them to beat up on a team that's playing better as of late, but not you know not good. Um so yeah, I like BI. I'm going to give you a wager pass play also. Uh, I do have Marcus Smart over 5.5 assists at plus 120 over on DraftKings right now. All the other books have it at about 1 minus 105 to 115 or so. Uh, so right now you're getting you know, good odds on a very decent number. Even if Jalen Brown was playing, it's a decent number. But with Jaylen Brown being out, again, I looked at the games without Jalen Brown in there. Grain of Salt. Because they're against teams that are very good. But, you know, he's putting up 10 or 15 assist games there. And a couple where he missed this prop, admittedly. But I just feel like this is a good game here. A good game against this uh, Knicks squad. For him to be out there causing chaos on the defensive end. He'll be out there for his allotment of minutes, and I just think the extra usage without Jalen Brown, I think he, uh, he should hit that six assist for us, so that's my wager pass play for you guys, that's going to do it for us though guys, that is it, I am Keith Quirk, you can follow me on Twitter at at BSBP Keith, at BSBP Keith, and do go follow the show, like, subscribe, all that good stuff wherever you are listening, but until next time guys, go get that money.